0: hey guys how are you doing today welcome to another episode of what a life mp3 Um, You know what I've been thinking of doing? I really want to put an elevator music type thing in the beginning of this podcast, like at the beginning of each episode, so that it feels like we're in a coffee shop talking, even though right now I'm the only one talking. But you know, as you know, come to my DM and let's talk about today's episode. (laughs) Anyway, that's a little unrelated. Um, Point is, how are you doing today? Um, I hope you're having a great day, whether you're listening to this in your car or walking somewhere or just sitting down in a room wherever you are. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to tell yourself today what a time to be alive, you know, and to just have fun. And today I'm really excited because I will explain to you why not only this episode, but a lot of things in my life, like are entitled What a Life. I even have a tattoo. Fun fact, those of you who don't know, I have a tattoo on my arm that says What a Life. And I realized that a lot of people might not be entirely sure of what that means, like to me, you know, in general. And so. Yeah, I am really excited to take the time today to explain that and encourage you as well. Hopefully, towards the end of this, you'll also be willing and, you know, just like commit yourself to saying what a life every day, regardless of what you're going through. And so how the story began is that I used to be a person who complained a lot in high school, like middle school, high school. I used to complain all the time and I literally had no reason to because, you know, Everybody has problems and stuff. Even if you're in middle school, you still have problems. And a side note, you know, kind of unrelated. I hate those people who, you know, they become older. And obviously, as you become older, your responsibilities get bigger. And so, to you, your problems get bigger. But, like, when you're 13, 14, 15, your problems, right, like, your problems at that point are the biggest problems you face yet. You know what I mean? Just like when you're 25, your problems are the biggest problems you've faced yet, probably, you know, generally speaking. So I hate those people who, like, when they hear a teenager's problem or something, they're just like, oh, you don't have any problems. You don't have, you know, anything to worry about. And, you know, I think that's just really, really off. Anyway, um, so I used to be in middle school, and I had no reason to complain about anything I had problems, you know, like everybody does, but it was nothing that was like ruining my life in general, you know what I mean? But I still used to complain a lot. And one day, one of my best friends, she still is one of my best friends, but at the time, you know, we went to the same school, lived in the same city and all that she called me out she was like dude you complain so much for literally no reason you're at an amazing school you have really cool friends your family is really awesome you know there's so many good things going on in your life right now you have no reason to be complaining and that like that's a conversation that I'll never forget because I started realizing because you know how sometimes you do stuff and you don't realize you're doing it until someone says it that's how I was with complaining She talked to me about it, and I started realizing how much I had been complaining and how much, you know, that was a habit of mine. And I decided that day that I was just going to cut that off. Obviously, it didn't happen overnight, but I talked to God about it, you know, and obviously the one who changes us is the Holy Spirit. And so a process started, but thankfully, it was a really quick one because I decided that I was going to stop complaining and I was just going to be thankful, you know? And that seems like a really cliche thing. And one day, I think I want to do a podcast just on cliches. Because I think cliches are actually very deep truths that because we repeat them so much, they end up losing meaning to us. Like, be thankful. Oh, be thankful. It's something that we're low-key even tired of hearing. But have you noticed the power of thankfulness? Like, the power of gratitude? It's it's really deep and it's really life-changing but anyway that's not what this is about and i need to focus myself so that i don't get too off topic and like so that this is not two hours long or something but anyway so um yeah i had that she called me out i prayed you know changed that aspect in myself and decided to just be thankful as much as i could obviously that did not mean that i didn't have bad days or anything it just meant that regardless of what happened i was going to be thankful because you know life especially if we're christians life is way more than this life is way more than right now there is eternity involved like we're in something that's way bigger than us and so even our biggest problems when compared to what we're actually about they're not that big does that make sense or even like when we compare them to god and stuff they're not that big so anyway so time moves on a few months or years. I'm not sure because I don't remember exactly when that conversation happened. But um, I one okay, I'm I'm kind of bad at telling stories. Anyway, so we had that conversation, right? So another story that's related, but it's not really related, is that I had always dreamed of doing a birthday trip to America with my family. And the thing is, in Latin families, maybe y'all have heard this, like quinceaneras and stuff. Um, In Brazil, we call them festa de debutante, which is like your debut into, I don't know what, honestly, because you're just turning 15, it's like not a lot changes, you know? But in Brazil and in other, like, South American countries and stuff, you have these huge parties that you know they look like weddings low-key they cost a lot of money you could use that money to travel and all that thing and all that but anyway so my parents when i was like seven they asked me for your 15th birthday do you want to travel or do you want to have a party and i told them that i wanted to travel nothing against the people who do parties i love the parties i just prefer to travel even when i was seven and so they told me like that's a really expensive trip but um god can give it to us and i kept that in my heart for lots of years and then my 14 i turned 14 and you know the next one was the 15th and i was like god i've been dreaming with this trip for so long as you know and you know i just really wanted to ask you to give it to me as a birthday gift you know and another side note <laughs> i get really sidetracked but anyway another side note is that i really hope you're never scared or like you never feel awkward about asking god for things for your, for you like and i'm not even talking about like needs like oh i need money to pay this or i need this to survive or whatever i'm talking about like random things or things that you know are not important to the rest of the ro- world but that are important to you you know like this trip was really important to me and to my family and you know all these things it wasn't exactly something that was like going to change the world or affect society around me or anything but it was something that i really dreamed with and i knew that the only one who could give it to me was god and god's a really 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 loving father so you know take all of your dreams to him he really wants to make you happy and all that anyway so it was practically impossible for us to do that trip financially but god blessed my parents and you know that's a lot of other stories involved but basically we made the trip and i remember thinking like i hadn't been to new york yet so that was the first time that i was gonna go to new york and i was like man I want to go get a Starbucks in Times Square so bad just because it was like it's a thing that you grow up seeing in movies, you know, like, oh, my God, I want to go to New York and I just want to, like, do these stupid little random things that I see people doing in movies and all that. And I got there, guys, and I'll never forget this. We got to Times Square and there was a Starbucks there. And I went there with my mom and I got a Starbucks and then I walked out into Times Square and looked at all the lights and all the people and I was holding a Starbucks and I was wearing what at the time was like my favorite outfit. (laughs) Right now, I don't know if I would wear that. Maybe. But anyway, point is, I was like, you know, it felt like I was in a movie. And the big dream was like making the trip and going to new york and seeing you know the statue of liberty and brooklyn bridge like just doing all these things um which i did and it was awesome but even in the little details god cared and god made it happen you know even like getting coffee in Time, in the middle of Times Square God made that happen you know like stupid little things that there are so many that I can't even like name them right now but just like little moments with my siblings that I would be like oh my god like walking in the subway <laughs> this is sounding like I grew up in a very small town which I did like my city had almost nothing but you know like walking down the stairs of the subway and stuff the ones that you see in vid- like music videos all the time I was like oh my god I just went down the subway stairs anyway it was very nice it was a very special trip and in that trip i realized that god cares about the details god makes our days mostly on the details and that's the thing because like oh when you're traveling or you know we just had spring break last week and when we're living these big events or big moments we're like yeah it was awesome dah, 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 dah but what i took from that trip was that god genuinely cares about the details and so even when i went back to my routine which was basically like waking up going to school coming back doing homework and then hanging out with my family for a bit and sleeping and then repeating it the next day which can become you know repetitive and boring and da, da, da. and not every day in our routine is filled with grand events or with big deals that we're going to remember for a long time or talk about for a long time You know because routine is just routine it's like it's you know you gotta do what you gotta do blah 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 and it's not always fun does that make sense and so i learned that god cared about the details so when i went back home i started looking at the details of my day and i started looking at the details of moments even like so whether i was living a big moment at church with my friends or whatever or if it was just another random day at school I would look for the details. And that's basically where what a life came from. Because I would look at a detail and I'd be like, oh my God, what a life. Like, God loves me. (laughs) You know, like my friend just made a really good joke out of nowhere and we all had a laugh attack in class. What a life. Um, The sun's out today when it wasn't even supposed to be. What a life. You know, like my mom made my favorite food today. What a life. Like, I walk somewhere. I walk into a bus or... I walk into a random room in school and one of my favorite songs is playing, like, what a life. You know what I mean? It's just finding. So what a life basically means to me, finding beauty in the normal days, finding beauty in your routine, you know, finding beauty in the ordinary, in what's ordinary. And then obviously in the big moments as well, because God is so amazing that he won't just let you live big moments. He'll also give you several little memories within the big memory you know and sometimes we don't even pay attention or sometimes we don't even or sometimes like he provides the opportunity and we don't even notice but he's always doing that and so what a life is basically finding beauty in your day looking at the details like looking for the details and looking at God in the details you know and also living intensely because once you're you know doing that You're basically living intensely every day. You're like, how can I make this a better day? How is God making this a better day? How is God putting beauty in my routine? And so that's how I came up with What A Life. It wasn't anything like, oh, let's make a strategy. What's a catchy phrase or anything like that? (laughs) It was literally just living. And I started saying that. And then my friends at school started saying it. And then I started saying it on Instagram every day. And every day I'm there like, hey guys, good morning, have a great day, look at the details of your day, you know, find beauty in it, live intensely, and tell yourself, what a time to be alive, what a time to have fun, what a time to choose to be joyful, what a time to like, even if this day sucks, there's still something in it that was good. You know what I mean? So yeah so i have been you know saying this on instagram and talked to lots of people about it over the past few years but i never fully came to a to like a really practical here's a step-by-step explanation of it and i thought that there wasn't one honestly i thought that it was something that you just had to develop like a habit that you had to develop you know but one day I was listening to judah smith and chelsea smith's podcast they are a couple who pastor church home and anyway they're really cool they're really really cool i've already talked about them (laughs) on a previous episode um but anyway so they're talking they did a podcast on like comparison and finding joy where you're at and all these things and then they gave three they gave four but i'll just talk about three steps to you know living life in the present and being thankful anyway basically they gave three steps to saying what to like how can you practically live your life and then get at the end of the day and the end of the literal day I don't mean like end of the day end of your life or end of the day as a as an expression I'm literally saying like at the end of the day how can you say what a life and I thought that was really cool because I was like oh my god they just gave me the explanation to how to be practical about what a life, you know? And so this is totally in credit to them. They basically took my thoughts and put them into, and like boiled it down to three steps. So shout out to you guys. I'm super thankful. Um, I, to all everyone who's listening i recommend that you go and you listen to their podcast on this because obviously they're going to be able to talk about it in a deeper way than what i'm talking right now and i think it was really cool i recommend that you listen to all of their podcasts but anyway so the first step that you can be practical about living intentionally you know is a little look and jesus even says this like jesus he is um talking to people about stress and anxiety and a lot of us can relate which i think is so funny how the bible is so old but so relatable it could have been written yesterday and nobody would know you know in lots of ways but anyway point is jesus was talking to people who were stressed out and he was like guys god loves you like the father takes care of you look at the birds of the sky you know what i mean jesus literally said look at the birds of the sky they never go hungry how much more if, if god cares for the birds how much more will he care for you and he even talks about like the lilies of you know the plants the flowers sorry not plants <laughs> the flowers lilies and he's like if god takes care of the birds and if god takes care of the plants of the lilies <laughs> won't he how much more will he take care of you you know for those of you who thought that was a maverick spontaneous lyric no that was actually straight up jesus words that maverick took and made the beautiful song called jarrah but anyway and so look like a little look is basically you're going about your day and especially when you feel stressed you know especially when you feel anxious literally try finding a bird my dad did this all the time and I thought it was the cutest thing because he'd wake us up in the morning to go to school and he stayed with us like had breakfast and stuff until we left until we got on the bus and left and there were these birds sorry there were these birds um that flew around our backyard and they would sing every morning and my dad would always go out listen to them and come back and be like if God takes care of the birds he will take care of us and you know I think that's really beautiful because, you know, why are we stressed? Literally, we're going to do a podcast on this soon. Why are we stressed? We were not made to be stressed. God, It's not in our design to be stressed. And sometimes we can forget that. It's very easy. I ca- I catch myself being anxious all the time. And so, you know, having these moments of little looks where you just look at a bird or when you find the details you know the the whole thing about details that we talked about it's literally intentionally looking for details because again they're details so they're kind of hidden it's not even that they're hidden they're just low-key and if you don't set yourself to find them it's going to be kind of hard to see them you know so step number one is a little look look at the details look at the birds look at what god has said about you you know. And just remind yourself of that. The second step is called a little party. So just celebrate yourself. You know what I mean? Because we can be stressed or anxious. Or again, let me make this important. Because also, the same way that not every day is a big, happy, fun, exciting day. Not every day is a terrible day either. Not every day we're anxious or stressed or stuff. On most days, actually, we're just bored, Not even bored, we're just like living life, you know, we're just going through life. And so, whether you're stressed or whether you're just bored, (laughs) have yourself a little party. Celebrate yourself, you know what I mean? My dad, man, I love that guy. He inspires me a lot. I talk about him a lot on this episode. And (laughs) like I've already talked about him on this episode a couple times in previous episodes too. But anyway, he has this thing called Yes. And it's like, he taught us, and he does it himself. And he taught us how to do it. He's like, if you guys are ever feeling down, or if you're ever having doubts about yourself, you know, if if you get in your head about, like, did God really call me? Am I really supposed to be here? Is there no one better? Like, why did God choose me? Da, da, da. You know, when you just get into all these self-doubting moments, just go in front of a mirror and start saying yes to yourself. Yes, as in, like not yeah how can I explain this don't just look at yourself and be like yes yes because that's that's just weird that sounds kind of cultish but it's a yes in the sense of like yes I was chosen by God yes God loves me and we would do it with him and it was so nice (laughs) because we'd get in front of a mirror and we'd be like we'd start out in a normal tone you know like yes God chose me yes God loves me yes God called me to be great yes God calls me holy and stuff but then we get excited about it because that's the thing about God's words they become life inside of you that's why reading the Bible is so nice because it's a living book and when you read it and you take it in it becomes life inside of you you know and so we were basically hyping ourselves up with the holy spirit in front of a mirror and by the end of it we would be jumping like yes yes god loves me yes god chose me yes god called me yes i'm like i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be doing exactly what i'm supposed to be doing you know and it was a little party that we had to ourselves and so not always will you be able to get out of your chair at your job or you know wherever you're at and go to a mirror and do this maybe you don't even want to do this which is fair but either way have yourself a little party like celebrate yourself you know remind yourself of who god calls you like how, not of who god calls you but of how god calls you of what god has already said about you like of your identity in him you know and not only that but also look at where god took you from And look how far you've made it. Because sometimes we get so caught up in future plans and future goals. And it's like, we just accomplished a goal, but there's the next one. Like, you know, we just climbed the floor, but there's the next one that we can get to. And sometimes in the overwhelmness is, oh my God, is that a word? I hate saying wrong words because I feel dumb and I swear I'm not. (laughs) But like, um, I really don't know if overwhelm, let's Google that. Oh, I was really in a really good line of thinking, and I just got lost. Is overwhelmness a word? Overwhelmness or overwhelming? Both are words. Okay. Overwhelmness is a word. Overwhelmingness is also a word. They're both nouns that mean the same thing. Anyway, sorry for that point is sometimes we get so caught up in the overwhelmness of trying to get to the next thing that we forget how far we've already made it you know so if you ever catch yourself being like stressed out or just sad that you're not where you want to be right now remember the day years or months ago where you dreamed about being of where you are right now you know and just have a little party to yourself and i have to do this all the time at ou because sometimes i'll be here and i'll be like oh everybody's so far ahead oh everybody's already doing this and that and i'm still not there or something like that and then i'll be like girl shut up because look like remember when you only dreamed about being at ou remember when it was an impossible thing to get here remember how many miracles god worked to get you here and now you're literally on campus talking about how like you're not where you are you know what i mean so just celebrate that you're at ou right now and my mood is immediately changed because i'm like you know what look how far i've made it look how far god has already brought me and so that's a motive to celebrate and also not only celebrate yourself but also have a little party to someone else you know it's so fulfilling it's so fulfilling to celebrate people. It's so fulfilling. Even if you're not a people person, just making some just being nice to someone and like getting their reaction feels so good. You know what I mean? Like one day I was walking, not one day, yesterday, matter of fact. I was having a terrible day, which we can talk about another time. <laughs> but I was having a terrible day and I was walking in the wind because it's very very windy in the city and this girl just opened her just rolled down her window and she was like your hair is so nice and I was like oh my god thank you so much and that was one of that was one of the details actually because when when my days are terrible I sit down at the end of it and I just do an inventory of details you know like what was good about today there had to be something good and that was one of the details of my day that you know made me happy even though the whole thing sucked. And so celebrating other people is really nice. Like think of how you feel when someone celebrates you. And just go ahead and celebrate someone else. You know, just be like, you look nice today. Um you know, you you're doing great today. Also, another thing for example, another example of celebrating other people. I work um at a restaurant with lots of really amazing people. And all the time, they're walking there and they're like, you're doing great today. Thank you so much for working hard. And it's funny to me because when I got here, I was like, dude, they're saying thank you for doing, thank you, like, for working hard and stuff. But if I don't work hard, I could be fired. Like, I'm if I'm here, I am going to work hard. It's like, it's nothing less than what I should do, you know? But I still thought that it was so nice that they were thanking people for working hard. Or just like, oh, you're doing great today. Oh, do you need anything? You're doing amazing, da 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 And that creates such a good atmosphere. You know what I mean? And so you don't need to say a lot. You don't need to sit down and have a whole conversation in order to celebrate someone. It can be really simple. Just walk around and be nice. And, you know, that's a way that you can say what a life. You know, by celebrating yourself and by celebrating other people. And the third step... In all of this is a little phrase which you know is kind of a little party it, they're really really related um and you know depending details can also be words and so it can also be um, a little look but a little phrase is kind of the culmination of all this where you know you're just walking around declaring good words over yourself or over other people and a really good habit to have as well is just memorizing bible verses memorize special bible verses if you're going through something specific find a verse that speaks truth to your situation you know what i mean Speaks truth to your situation as in. And here is a short Bible class that I had back home and that I'll carry with me forever. There's a difference between truth and fact if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian and you believe in the Bible and you believe in what God says and all these things, there's a difference between truth and fact. So the truth, for example, let's say you're feeling sick right now. The truth, no, the fact is that you're feeling sick, right? The fact is that... You're either going through a disease or you're just having a day where you're like feeling like you're gonna throw up or you have a cold or whatever but it still sucks that's the fact but the truth is that jesus already took all of your sicknesses and diseases uh how is the verse um i really need to start learning my verses in english it would be useful to my life right now <laughs> but anyway in Isaiah, it says that Jesus took upon himself at the cross all of our pain, diseases, everything. And so that is the truth, you know, and that in the new creation, there is no sickness and you are now a new creation in Christ. And so you just declare over yourself that truth all the time. Oh, does that mean that if God doesn't heal me or God doesn't heal so-and-so that then it was a lie? no not at all because again like i spoke like i said in the beginning of this podcast if you're a christian again if you believe in jesus and all of that life is much much more about this earth it's much more about what we can see there's even a verse in galatians that i mean is it galatians i'm not sure uh, yeah i'm not sure but somewhere in the new testament paul says that if it's for this life only that we have hope, then we are of all men to be pitied the most. Or, out of all men, we're the most pitiful. Something like that. Basically, our life is bigger than what we can see or feel on this earth. You know what I mean? And honestly, even Paul says this, that like, dying is lucro. <laughs> like, the, no, the verse in uh, The direct translation for lucru is profit. But Paul definitely didn't say to die is profit. To die is gain. That's how Paul said it. (laughs) He did not say to die is profit. Which basically means the same thing. But he was like to die is gain. You know? And so we know that. I mean, again, if you're a Christian. Anyway, I have to keep repeating this. Because I feel like lots of people who aren't Christian also listen to this. And I want everybody to be comfortable listening to this. So, if you're a Christian and we share the same beliefs, um we believe, like life in heaven is much better than everything that's going on down here. You know what I mean, on earth. And so, yes, we become sad about the person who passed away, and yes, it's tragic, and yes, we wish we had more time and all these things. But that does not eliminate the truth that heaven is much better and that we can't wait to get to heaven too, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, Um, what was I? Why, why am I here? Why am I talking about this? Yes, because I was saying that there's truth and there's fact. And I just got a bit sidetracked to address that issue of, oh, what if something happens? Does that mean it's not true? No, it does not mean that. Um, but anyway, so a little phrase can be you just memorizing Bible verses that are, you know, that speak truth to your situation and that tackle your issue like directly from God's point of view, you know, and just walk around all day declaring that upon yourself. And like I said, the Bible is life and the Bible turns into life inside you every single time you read it, every single time you proclaim it. And so even if you're having a bad day, just declaring Bible verses, bro, that'll change your day because that'll bring life to it you know and in the last episode i read colossians um three or two colossians two like the end part of colossians two and guys i am so i'm like (laughs) it's been two weeks and i'm still obsessed with colossians that's a really 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 good letter that paul wrote um but you know the end of Colossians two, it's talking about like Christ triumphing at the cross. And every time I talk about it, like I start tearing up. And it's so amazing because Paul is like, Christ took your sins, put them to death, and triumphed at the cross, and now you triumph with him and all these things. And now your life is hidden in Christ. Da 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 And it's so beautiful and it's so truthful. And it's like you even <laughs> you, you even get Like you're like, why am I sad? You know, you get to the point where you're like, why am I sad? Why am I stressing out about this? This makes no sense, you know. And so, yeah, these are basically the three steps that I can give you to practically, practically live intensely, um, and practically get like just be thankful. You know, because sometimes being thankful is so broad too. I feel like being thankful is very general but there are practical steps that you can you know start doing that will end up becoming habits in you and that you will just be thankful out of habit you know and i really 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 hope that at the end of every day you'll just be like what a life what a time to be alive even if the day sucks just make an inventory of the details that were good you know Have a little party because you made like the day was horrible, but you made it and you're still there. And, you know, tomorrow is another chance to try again and to have a great day and a little phrase. Just speak little phrases upon yourself or upon other people and remind yourself of little phrases that God has already spoken over you, you know? and celebrate life guys yesterday i was with my friend abby and she was like you know everybody should live life every day like it's their birthday and i was like that is so true and some and maybe you're the type of person who hates their birthday but please get the general idea of of what i'm talking about (laughs) generally people love to celebrate their birthdays and it's a really cool day of the year you know and so let's just live every day like it's our birthday let's not be stressed about what's to come because honestly what's to come might not even come and i don't mean that in a depressing way and i don't want you to be thinking about it in a depressing way but just in the way of like you know i want to dream and i want to make future i mean i want to make plans for the future i want to set goals and i want to work towards them and all these things but i will not let the thought of the future consume me so much that I don't enjoy the process or that I don't enjoy where I'm, where I'm at or that I don't find beauty in the today, you know? And that's also something that I learned when I was younger back home because we would have conferences, big conferences and big events and, you know, baptisms. Like, we'd have these huge deals that would happen every now and again. And I would be so excited for them that I would be only thinking about them. You know what I mean? And obviously, all the work we did was towards them. Like, example, if there's a baptism, we work to bring people to Christ. And then we work to teach them about Christ. And then, you know, we teach them about being baptized. And we ask if they want to. And then, besides that, there's the whole organization of, like, where will we do it? How will we do it? Who will do it? You know, just, like, all these logistical, organizational things that I was involved in. I was doing them but i was so excited about the day itself or the event itself that i would not appreciate what i was living at that moment and then the event would come and it would be awesome but i wouldn't even remember everything that happened before because i was simply not paying attention i was not being intentional about it does that make sense and so i think that we should not be so tied to the future and we should not And we should definitely not be tied to our past, good or bad. You know, because if we lived good stories in the past, that's amazing. And we should keep them as dear memories. But we should not be so tied to them that we're like, Oh, I wish I was back there. Oh, I wish I was back home. Oh, I wish I was back in that year. You know, I hate the people. (laughs) I hate the people who enthrone 2016 so much you know like you're on twitter every once in a while the same tweet will go viral again where it's people like oh i miss 2016 oh 2016 was golden and i'm not saying that it wasn't it was a really good year overall culturally speaking but if we're living <laughs> stuck in 2016 how are we gonna enjoy today you know what i mean and so whether your past was good or bad don't live tied to it. And as amazing as your future can be, please dream about it. Please set goals. Please think of things that are impossible and watch God do them. But don't forget to also live intensely in the today. Jesus literally said, Look at the birds. Don't worry about tomorrow. Have fun today. And we'll worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. And then tomorrow comes, and He's like, Look at the birds don't be stressed, let's live life today, and we'll worry about tomorrow. You know what I mean? And it's just a cycle where, according to Jesus, you're never supposed to be worried. And so, you know, basically, I would love it if you thought on everything I just talked about. You know, and if you really chose that, because every day I have to choose, especially in the most stressful days, I have to choose to be like, you know what? I'm still gonna celebrate today because you know and then i just started listing a bunch of cool things and so yeah guys um i have no idea how long this podcast is because the app that i use does not let me know how many minutes but i think it was short <laughs> i don't know maybe it was like 40 minutes long which is not that short but anyway I have no idea how long this is right now. Point is, I'm really happy that I did this, and I hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you did. And so let me know what you thought of it. Remember that even though right now it's only me speaking, I do want to hear your point of view. So please come to my DM, and let's talk about it. And yeah, I really hope that you can say what a life after listening to this and you know, at the end of your day today so yeah guys have a great one um my instagram if you want it it's at maluandrade and if you want to know how to spell any of that you can just look at the description of this episode and you'll find out and yeah guys have a great day and i'll see you in the next episode